This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, December 27th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. New federal rules that may soon govern fair housing would punish communities merely for having a proportion of minorities different from other communities. Cato Institute senior fellow Randall O'Toole assesses the situation. The Department of Housing and Urban Development has issued new rules called Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing. And these are draft rules, but we already know how it's going to play out because they've successfully taken a community on Long Island, New York, to court for violating fair housing standards. How do they violate the standards? Because the community, a bedroom community of single-family homes, has a, a, a proportion of minorities that's different from the rest of the country. And so because the proportion happens to be different, they are de facto assumed to be guilty of discriminating against minorities. Now, is this similar to what, uh, how banks had been treated uh, fairly recently in terms of having distributing their loans in such a way that indicated a pattern? Well, it is. It's exactly the same process. But the kicker is that communities that fail to have the appropriate distribution of minorities are going to be required to build multifamily housing uh, in their neighborhoods of single-family homes. Now, this has been a goal of urban planners for many years, to get more people out of single-family homes and into multifamily housing. Uh, and to increase the density of communities. So it's just a a mere coincidence that this Department of uh, Housing and Urban Development policy that's supposedly aimed at fair housing is actually uh, uh, meeting smart growth urban planners' goals. Well, how small are the kinds of communities uh, supposed to be? uh, How large are these communities supposed to be before this type of uh, ruling or... or, uh, mandate kicks in. Well, the interesting thing is that the smaller the community, the more vulnerable they are to this ruling. Because if you're a big city like Washington, D.C. or Portland, you're going to have a lot of multifamily and single-family housing. But a lot of suburbs uh, are only going to have single-family housing. And having single-family housing rather than multifamily is part of the presumption that you are guilty of housing discrimination. Apparently, Uh, the administration itself is guilty of the uh, uh, assumption that minorities like multifamily housing. In other words, if you are discriminating against minorities, the solution is to build multifamily housing. Why is that? Do Asians like multifamily housing more than whites do? Do Hispanics like, like multifamily housing more than whites do? That's actually what some urban planners say. There's no evidence that it's true. It's just racism on their part. All right, so let's assume just for a moment that this is all a great idea. Um, How does a community control ultimately whether or not there is a lot of single-family housing versus multifamily housing? Well, the argument that the Department of Housing and Urban Development makes is that a community is zoned for single-family housing, and so therefore that zoning is discriminatory. Usually what happens in these communities, though, is that the communities were developed as unincorporated neighborhoods and then became incorporated, and the incorporated city applied zoning to be what the development was already there. Uh, And so... Uh, All the city is doing is affirming what's there, affirming what the market is, really. And the market says most people, including most minorities, prefer to live in single-family homes. 
the real problem with the government's position is the assumption, not the assumption that minorities like single, like multifamily housing, which is more amusing than anything else. The real problem is the assumption that multifamily housing is more affordable than single family. That's not true. On a square foot basis, multifamily actually costs more than single family. Uh, what they really want to do is pack more people into tighter areas, regardless of the cost. Somehow, building $400,000 condos is going to alleviate a community of uh, being guilty, judged guilty of these fair housing standards. So what is the cost that is to be exacted on these communities that are found to be violating this rule? Well, a lot of these communities are completely built out. So the cost is they're going to have to take neighborhoods of single-family homes, rezone them for multifamily. If there's any vacant lots in the communities, you won't be able to build a single-family home there. You can only build multifamily. If your house burns down, you won't be able to replace it. You'll have to build an apartment to replace it. Uh, They'll probably have to start giving developers incentives to come in and buy people's homes, tear them down, replace them with multifamily. The irony is that zoning was originally approved by the Supreme Court in 1926 based on the argument that the Supreme Court accepted that multifamily housing was a a nuisance in a single-family neighborhood, that it brought down the neighborhood. And now we're using uh, zoning and fair housing law to force neighborhoods to change uh, to multifamily. Randall O'Toole is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.